tell you why. You guys have no care in life. Like, you get braces. You go through all this pain, right? Yeah. You have them on for years. Come closer to the mic. You got to talk right to it. Okay. Can y'all hear me? Talk your oh, shit yeah. like you that. You can hear yourself okay. too. Yeah, I hear myself. It's like you speak it in my ear. So now. basically, my issue... My issue... No, you straight. ...with people that um, wear braces... Is the fact that you go through all this, you invest time and money mm-hmm. to go get braces, to go get straight teeth, and you get the braces off, and then you don't wear your retainers, and then they're complaining about having braces again. Like, why did you go through all that? Because you got braces like five years ago, and you lost your shit. You but expect you somebody can to always fight though. You, you're not like you're okay, not. Your priorities off, not are not all in of us line. Have Nike deals. Hold okay? on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hold Not up. all of us could Did you have braces? No, I've never had braces. So, mashallah, this is yeah, all natural. This is all natural. Wow, mashallah. This is my mom. But Why the don't thing you is, just I get have... another $300 she retainer? Has, she has a beautiful no, smile, naturally. No, but like he And like, she out here talking shit about niggas. With... I let me be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I had braces too. But you're right. I agree with you. Everyone though. Is it not everyone you. that gets braces? They're talking about a year later. Oh, mm-hmm. I need to get them no, again. I was hellbent. When I say hellbent, I'm wearing my retainer. Cause I had Good. braces. I had braces for four years. I got two teeth removed. Do you still wear yours? Nah. Why the fuck? Do you? Have, oh, oh! I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I'm good though. My teeth are not losing. My shit's straight. Straight. You know what I'm saying? But like, so I wore it for like four years though. I lost them. I broke them. You know when you have retainers, you take them off, you put it on the, yeah, on the, the chest, right? and yeah. then you, you throw them away, and you add, you do try to do a little. I love how she knows, like she yeah. I have them. so many people in my life who yeah, have braces, braces yeah. you know, and it makes me upset. I think that's where my vendetta comes from. It makes me upset because I'm like, you invested all this time and money into mm. getting braces, and you just don't you, care. You just let it go. Yeah, this, is gonna, this is going to be a fun one. We got to introduce the guest. Hey, yes, y'all, sir. welcome back to Ghost Talk. It's Hamza the Truth. Hello, everybody. It's Mohammed Sharif. And we have a goat. We've had you on Sincerely Honest. Yeah. She talks shit about people with braces. She's made it. She's big Stop. time now. Mashallah. <laughs> Ifra. Hi, guys. Ooh. Thank you for pulling up. Yeah. Seeing thanks the for small having guys. Me. We appreciate what? you. Y'all my people. <laughs> <laughs> He tried to he tried to do this thing. Yeah, you, you see, me? don't do that. Just ignore it. Just ignore it. How have you been though? I've been great. Alhamdulillah. I can't complain. I'm alive. I'm mm-hmm. here. Since the last time we talked was damn, that's almost two years ago. If I think about it, yeah, yeah a lot has changed. What's up? I know you got. We could keep the big stuff later, but yeah. let's talk about the small stuff. First What's of all, changed? let's talk about how you feeling. How how oh, are we got to talk about our feelings? Yeah. yeah, that's important. Like I know, like she big time like and all, but we gotta we gotta. He, he she's goes, a, this is a, a human being right no, here I in like front that, of us. Mashallah, you know. So how you how you feeling? What what has changed? What has grown? Um, what's kind of different for you in those two years? Just kind of for yeah. you. Well, I'm feeling great. Thanks Inshallah. for asking me. I think it's really important to ask people how they are. Um, no, I'm just saying, no shade. But I just feel like no shade. Just no, shade no, no, I'm not. I'm not. But <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. It's no, really good. Like, yeah. like I like to ask people how they are. Um, but I'm really good. Alhamdulillah. Um, definitely, a lot has changed in the last. Oh, I shouldn't say a lot has changed, but things have happened <laughs> in the last two years. Yeah. Um, but I I can't complain. I'm grateful. Um, it's been good things, bad things. You know, life's just a roller coaster. So I'm just grateful to be alive and to be doing what I love. Mashallah, you're really doing what you love. I am, and you fucking it up too. Thanks. Mashallah. Period. Period. Yes, absolutely. Is um so for for the people that don't know, you're a model. 
I am, yeah. Mashallah. Is is this something that you've always wanted to know to do? Like when did you know that like I want to be a model, I want to do this? Yeah, it's definitely been something I always wanted to do like my entire life. I think from as long as I can remember. I've always had people approach me and they're like, oh my God, you're so pretty. Like, are you a model? Or like, oh my gosh, like you look like a model. Are you a model? So I think I heard that for a very long time. And then growing up, I was also a kid who like, I really just tried everything. Like I used to, if I like something, like I'm going to go for it, you know? Um, So it was something I always heard, but it was something that I didn't think was attainable. Like to me, it was just like, you know, you just dream like, yeah, I want to be like Naomi Campbell walking it on the runway or like I want. But it was just I didn't think it was attainable. Um, It was just a dream, you know. Um, So I think it became more attainable in like the last five years, which is actually really mind blowing. Um, And I think sometimes I have to like pinch myself because I'm like, wow, like. It's actually like surreal that you're like doing something that you've dreamt of and mm-hmm. it's like real life happening. So yeah, it's definitely something I've always wanted to do my entire life. I just never thought it was possible for multiple reasons. Um, but I'm grateful that I'm doing it. Mashallah. Mashallah. Yeah. So like during your upbringing, just kind of just growing up, mm-hmm. um, how much was was fashion? Because mashallah, like, you're very well dressed. You got a sense of style. You got your own sense of fashion and we we give flowers on this on this podcast as well. Somali women are killing, killing it, it, killing it. Like just not not with uh, just in general in the general, fashion industry, 100%. just in clothing, getting dressed, whatever it may be. Like they're doing their thing, you know what I'm saying? So big shout out to them, mashallah. Absolutely. But um, what was that like growing up? Did you have your own style? I need because I remember growing up, like I had to wear. Um, it's crazy that I think about it. I had to wear the mom jeans, the big old baggy yeah, jeans. But that's in right now. I, I, it's, that's what I was going to get to. So, <laughs> But when I was a kid, what was in was them skinny jeans. Yep. Them tight ass skinny jeans. And my mom was not having it. <laughs> no. Why am I black? Taylor gang. Uh, yeah. Taylor gang, yeah. Taylor Taylor gang. Yeah. They used to be like, the rips and everything. Bro. But it was, it, was, it was different. And it was, it was like a, a sort of an age of like, how do I make my own style and, and dress how I want to dress? But yeah. like, Hoya got to be okay with it too, low-key. You know what I'm saying? She used to love the mom jeans. I don't know what it was. But now, mom jeans are in. Baggy stuff, you know, not wearing. Man, people used to wear the tightest shit back then. It's crazy what a lot of you think about it. Especially the guys. But it was crazy though. Before that, it was really baggy too. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. she knows fashion, it transitions. It'll, yeah. Now watch, like give it a couple years, folks will go back. Yeah, this is gonna go back to the tights, and there's gonna Absolutely. be a new go back to the tights. Yeah, the new. I'm not gonna be a part of that shit. You feel what I'm saying? But um, yeah, what was that like? Just developing your own style. Yeah, I think um, growing up, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was also, I was always, I should say, into like fashion. But like when I was younger, I just like trying different stuff on. So like I would go in my closet and put stuff together. But Hoy was not going. Like my mom dressed me and my sister. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like she would have our outfits ready for us. And like I would literally get on the school bus and would be like tweaking my outfit and like changing things around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't, I wasn't like crazy into it where like, because obviously like we couldn't really like afford things like that like yeah. who was grateful with what we had you know what i mean so we made it work and also i went to a school where it was like predominantly somali people so mm-hmm. like we all dressed the same so it wasn't like a thing like that i think it became a thing for me like in high school when i started when i was exposed to like different things mm-hmm. and people wearing different things and that's kind of when i established like my own sense of style but i think i really really got into fashion like as i got older like in the last like 6 years i think just learning how to 
like I made a commitment to just like not show my hair anymore like mm. to practice being more modest um so for me there was like this wave on Instagram. Honestly, I should give the credit to Instagram, but yeah. it was like modest fashion became a thing. Like you, you would see girls who are dressed up and you're wearing the kicks with the jeans and everything, but you're covered, you know, and it was like normal and it was like cool to do, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so I started doing that. And that's kind of like how my Instagram started growing as well. It's like, I just started putting like modest fits together. But for me, I never had the intention of like marketing this as modest fashion. It yeah. was like, I was going through my own like self-development phase in my life where I was Shana. figuring myself out and I was just kind of like posting it and then it started grabbing people's attention. Yeah, what's that? Uh, what's the TikTok sound? Um, what's it? The, the Muslim girls, they'll slay and not show skin <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's that's definitely the truth. Well, I, yeah. um, that's good. I, I like the commitment to to modesty and, and the hijab. Do you, um, especially in the in the industry that you're in right now, What's that been like? Just having that, keeping that commitment to the hijab. I know that's really important. And I know yeah. a lot of models are now making that decision to like, you know, stand by that and be like, you know what? I'm not going to take my hijab off for nothing. So what's that been like? Well, first of all, it's definitely a blessing that we even like have that choice and that mm -hmm. option to do mm -hmm. that. You know, um, I always go back to say like, I'm grateful that I got into this career at this stage in my life. Yeah. Um, like, had I wished that it was sooner, like, yeah, that would have been great. But, like, I know who I am mm -hmm. and I know what I'm willing to, like, accept. And I'm just so much more, like, confident in who I am and, like, what I want to put out there into the world. I feel like if I was younger and I wanted to get into modeling, I would have settled because this would have never been a thing to have hijab-wearing models. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, back in the day, it's like you got to be in your two-piece bikini. And yeah. I remember being younger, trying to like, watching America's Next Top Model, getting I gonna, influenced. I was going to say that. I was going to yeah. ask if you watched that show. I watched yeah. every single season, you know? Um, <laughs> like, committed, you know? And I would watch it, and I was like, okay, I really want to do this. And like, wallahi, there was times that I would go back and forth between like, how am I going to ever get comfortable wearing a bikini? Mm -hmm. Like, I have, like, that's the only way I'm going to have to do it. And I would go back and forth like, how are you going to do this? Yeah. So, like, you know? How is that even possible? So, to be, be able to like do this now where I'm at this point in my life where I know myself, um, I have standards for myself, I have my morals that I'm standing by. Um, it's a blessing. It's really a beautiful thing. And to have like other, there's so <clears throat> many hijab wearing models. Like there's mm -hmm. not a lot, a lot, but like there's a few of us. Yeah. And um, it's really a beautiful thing to see. Because for me, on one hand, it's like I'm doing what I love. But on the other hand, it's like, yo, I'm really like inspiring younger girls. And not just to like be a model, but like, you could do whatever you want. You can make a seat for yourself at any table and you don't have to like put your morals or like your dean behind, like bring that with you. Have you ever had to say no? And have you like lost an opportunity because you said no? Um, I've never had to say no, but, and thankfully it's like for like now that I'm signed, I have management. So my management, I made sure they understood like yeah. what I'm willing to do, what I'm willing to not do. So they do a phenomenal job at making sure. I've definitely been on set before where <laughs> like they didn't understand the assignment, yeah. you know, and I had to let them know like, you know, I can't wear that, right? <laughs> um, and they figured it out. But um, I think I, I've said no to opportunities when it comes to like brand sponsorships on Instagram because it just doesn't align with my brand or who I am. Mm -hmm. um, but with, as far as modeling, like my management does a great job in making sure I'm comfortable when I'm on set and they are, the client already understands what I can do and what I can't do. Yeah. I don't know. This is probably like a random ass question, <laughs> but that's what I'm here with lie. Yeah. Every time, like the idea of like whenever I think of a model, it's just a lot of shows where it's just people are like restricted to eat stuff. Like this yeah. is like a strict diet. You can't eat shit believes, mm -hmm. right? 
Is that true? And like, do you have to like sustain a strict diet or you just... Um, what I will say is the industry has definitely changed a lot. Yeah. Um, in some ways, it is still the same, though, but it's changed a lot. So, like, now you see a lot more, like, inclusivity as a trend, you know? Mm -hmm. But you really do see, like, bigger models, shorter models. Like, so it's not really, like, a thing like that. But it is to some degree, like, you got to stay lean. Like, you got to just take care of yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, make sure you're in the gym make sure you're good um because there are certain like opportunities where like you won't get if you don't fit that those measurements mm -hmm. um but i i will definitely say that the industry has changed and it's definitely more inclusive now do you have like this is me just being very curious do you mm -hmm. have like a gym regiment like you go specific times during the week because he he does track and mm -hmm. he was like in college and like the idea that he said yo every morning i run that's crazy. That's welly. That's beautiful, though. I wish I had that kind of discipline. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the idea is just wake up in the morning and just be like, yo, I'm going to brush my teeth. I might drink a little bit of water. And then, and run. I'm gonna and then run. run. That's just, nigga, I got to roll around, scroll through Instagram. <laughs> no, I do that too now. Hold on now. No, but that's discipline. Like, yeah. that's a beautiful thing. Well, like, having a routine in life is so important. Oh, like, it very much is. I feel like that's also kind of, like, what helped me when I went on this like self-development like becoming the person that i am today like took a lot of work mm -hmm. and like having a routine is very important like i got a gym membership but i don't use it like i need to you <laughs> yeah, know what i mean yeah. i'm gonna just be honest but like <laughs> alhamdulillah like my genetics is like what creates this i don't watch what i eat i'm it's not like a hey i gotta eat this that's that somali in me thank you so much it's for that somali honesty, in me. well hey i eat whatever i want i do whatever i want like mm -hmm. i try to go to the gym every now and then man you know? yeah. I love that. Like you, well, I like you were saying. I love that honesty, bro. Because yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. A lot of models come on this show and they be like, "Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't eat carbs. I don't do this. I don't do that. Mm. Uh, I hit the gym uh, 12 times a week." Um, well, yeah, I, I gotta be honest. I wish I had that kind of discipline, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. That discipline is important, though. I feel like a lot of people, like he was saying, well, I look at me and they say, "Yeah, nigga, you run every morning. Like, what's That's wrong beautiful. with you? You crazy." But you like, have to take care of our bodies. Yeah, well, like you do. You really have to take care of your body. Do you body. feel off when you don't run? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or when I don't do, like, any sort of physical activity. And it's all about, like, just, like, your journey and your life and your own self-development, right? Because yeah. for me, physical activity was a way to kind of cope with things and to deal with things. So even when I'm not dealing with stuff, if I don't do any sort of physical activity the whole day, I feel off. Like, I feel like, damn, like, I don't feel like how I'm supposed to feel, you know? So... Well, like she's right. Just having a routine kind of helps you feel how you want to feel. But not, the thing with Chudo, the thing that I respect the most is you've never posted you running at early nah, in the morning. Because I'm ugly when I run. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm very invested. But in not this. like you could have did the whole little, you know what I'm saying, the 5 a.m. And nah, then the little, the book. TikToks and I stuff. But like he doesn't. Shit. Nah. Um, yeah, I'm very invested into this pretty nigga thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to. Period. We I'm love that. To, we got, we I need men models. to take care of themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I hate the fact that guys think that taking care of themselves is like being feminine. No. Like, where's the ties? Like, taking take care, care of yourself. A hundred percent. Take care of yourself is a big part of your faith. Well, like, it is. As a Muslim 100%. man, you got to look good, brother. Mm -hmm. All right. You got to take care of yourself. And what you said... What I said. Yes, I have modeled, but like, don't put us in the same category because she's. Oh, he heard that thing. She's no, like, first of all, she's like, look, she like up here, mm -hmm. and I'm like right here. You oh, know what I'm saying? But the thing is, is you've you've done some work. I though. have, and like I was thinking about um what you said earlier about like the timing of things. So I I started modeling when I was like 15, 16, very young, mm -hmm. um, and like I, I acted before and I did a lot of theater and through that, I folks was like, all the all three theater kids here mm -hmm. just having a just having a conversation. Um, <laughs> 
Um, we we very corny too, us theater people, but it's okay. Um, I love it. Yeah. So, but through those opportunities, folks was like, like you said, like yo, you should go and model and you should try it out. But I I felt what you said because I was so young and so vulnerable. I said yes to a lot of stuff, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do this and I'll do that. Because you're just you're thinking about these fleeting moments and you're thinking about well. I'm not secure myself right now. So like, I'm going to find my security and success through this thing right here, you know? Um, Alhamdulillah, like I never compromised my faith though. Cause like, I know what you mean. I think it's way harder as a woman to do it. Yeah, as a man, you, Wallahi Billah, she knows this too. Men don't do jack shit. When we, as a models, when we shoot, we don't do shit. I come, they I do. sit down, they do light makeup. Minimal makeup. When I say makeup, they call it makeup. Vaserina interlimbaria. Eyebrows go they move my head brush around like up. that, brush out the hair, oil, and they moisturize the fuck out of you. <laughs> the shit is a vibe. <laughs> she does too. You are taken care of. You got my, you don't like, touch yeah. anything. There's a point where I'm sitting like this. It's like two people just blow lotion in my hands. Um, but like she's, but Wallah, we don't do nothing. I would sit there, they would go change, do hair, come back, go back in the room, change, do another makeup set, do another hair set. I don't need, I'm, I'm on my phone playing uh, Subway Surfer, nigga. Muhammad, we need you. I go. I love it. And then just go sit Bro, back how down. How is it though? The like, well, like the idea that like, yo, I'm here to like get photos of me taken for a specific product or just you know what I mean? Like that. Like, I, how is that? Like, how do y'all like? To me, like me, you can answer that. It, please answer it because it's yeah. just it's such an interesting thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like to me, every time I'm on set, like, well, I have not gonna lie to you guys. You would think that at this point I would get used to it because I've been doing this professionally now for almost two years. Mm-hmm. But I'm literally pinching myself because I'm yeah. shocked. Like, I'm like, how is little old me doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like, how am I here? Like, sometimes with rocking brands that are in my closet, shooting for skincare brands that are in my bathroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. It's a surreal feeling. So for me, it's that part of it of being surreal. And then it's also like, yo, like, it's about to be my face on this, like, that's going to literally inspire so many people. Because growing up, we didn't see that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And that's why I, going back to why I thought it was never tangible for me to actually like make a career out of this. Because it was like, girl, ain't nobody looking like you on these ads or campaigns. Like yeah. you are, you're reaching, you know? So, um, <laughs> it, well, I, it's, it's a very surreal moment. Um, and I, again, like I love what I do. So to me, it doesn't feel like work. It's fun. Yeah. Can, someone, can someone make a full-time career out of it? Oh, 100%. And how, like, how can they go about doing it? Like, how can someone like, let's just say, someone like you said, that everyone you compliments you ready? them. It's time to get practical. Let's oh, get practical. Doing a, go ahead. <laughs> so you so on, on this show, we have a segment. We have a segment called "Let's Get Practical." It. She was here for for the for the other. Did you see that one? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I the, saw the whole debate too. Of whether this has been a thing or not. Yeah. You saw me do my thing, I right? Love it. Yeah. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. It's a thing now. Okay, go it ahead. It is a thing now. Um, <laughs> I'm forcing it to be a thing. Come on. Um, but we have a segment on this show called Let's Get Practical where we hope that viewers can watch that part of it and leave with something that can help them attain whatever that they want to attain in life and chase their dreams or develop themselves in any sort of way. So like Hamza was saying, first of all, is it a job where you can make a living off of it, right? And, I, and just kind of our shared experience Touch on the, the aspect that you don't have to be America's next top model to make money off of mm-hmm. modeling, right? And for the folks, the young ladies and the young men that are watching this that are like, I think I'm good looking. I can do this modeling thing. What are some steps that they can take to, to, to at least pursue that dream? Yeah. 
Um, I think modeling is 100% a career that you can make full time. Um, I think some of the things that I would share as tips is going into this. That I've learned in my journey is going into this. Like I thought like, okay, cool. Boom. I get signed. Boom. I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. I'm doing great things. Like not to toot my own horn, but yeah. I know I'm that girl. Yeah. But, um, it, it, there's a, it's a roller coaster you know what I mean like there's times where like for months it's doing great and then for months you're not doing anything but the thing is you get paid very well so when you do get paid the first piece of advice that I would give anybody is like just to be very smart with your money and don't like go off and just splurge you know what yeah. I mean like invest your money save your money be really smart with it because it is a very up and down industry like it's it's unless you are you know, the, that 5% of like top models, you yeah. know what I mean? You're not going to consistently be booked. Like that's a beautiful thing to be consistently booked. But sometimes like, you know, you'll go a month without being booked and then the next month you're getting booked. So just be very smart with your money and be prepared that like it is a roller coaster ride and you're going to go through those times where like, wow, am I not good enough? Why am I not getting booked? What's happening? You go through those phases, you know, where you're like questioning yourself, but just like know your worth, know what you're capable of doing and just make sure you have a good support team that reminds you of how great you are all the time and make sure you remind yourself how great you are all the time. Mm, um, and the second thing I would say is if you are just trying to get your foot into the career, I get access all the time and I genuinely don't know. Like I don't have like a, a set answer yeah. to say like, this is how you do it because my way of doing it was very unconventional and yeah. like just kind of, I don't want to say it was luck because I definitely worked my butt off to get to where I am. Um, but I was like, just to like speak on my experience, I literally was like putting myself out there for like two, three years. Like mm. I was posting on Instagram every single day, definitely building my platform helped me. I'm not saying you have to have a platform to yeah. help you, but in my case, it helped me. North Dakota. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not you remembering that. Wait, wait, oh my that? God. Hey, watch the Sincerely Honest podcast. Yeah. Talk go, about North Dakota. Yeah. Go, go figure out how North Dakota helped me. <laughs> Go figure that Damn, out. Damn, now I got to watch it too. Yeah, I, go listen. All right, all right. Go ahead. Um, what was I saying? That was funny that you remember I, that. I was like, I thought about it. I was like, Instagram, oh, it's North Dakota. Yeah. So, so you were talking about just building your own brand. Yeah. So I started building my brand. And um, with that, I started like, you know, gaining traction and audience, people that supported me, pushed me every single day. And what I would do is I would post photos and you, in the model industry, they don't want you all caked up, full glam. Like they don't want that. They want the most natural. Like yeah. a lot of the times when I'm on set shooting, like I barely wear makeup unless it's like high fashion editorial stuff that I'm doing. They want to see your bare face. They want to mm -hmm. see you with no makeup. They want to see... Just you with like bare skin, nothing too crazy, um, minimal, very simple. So I just would post photos and tag every single agency I wanted to work with. Yeah. And like you could probably scroll down my Instagram right now and go see that. But I would literally tag them all like crazy. Boom, 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 tag them. And then I would also send emails to agencies that I wanted to work with. But like just make sure you do the research and look into the people that you're sending your photos to mm -hmm. and make sure that it's a... Uh, a team, I mean, of course, you won't be able to know who everybody is just from, like, looking. But, like, just see who they work with. See who the talent they have signed. Go on their website. See the kind of people that they have signed to their agency. The kind of people that they work with. Um, just to kind of get a gist to see if it's a good fit for you and if it matches you. But, yeah, again, I don't have, like, an exact way yeah. to say, like, yeah. hey, this is how you do it. But just mm -hmm. be persistent. Put yourself out there. Practice in front of the mirror. Know how to pose. Be natural. And be like, know who you are. Mm -hmm. That's the number one thing I can say is don't go into this unless you've done the self-work to know who you are. Make sure you're 1000% confident in who you are and just are very comfortable with yourself. I have a question for both of y'all. 
are there any Somali agencies? I know you, your agency is probably really dope. Mm-hmm. Respect enough. Shout out to your agency. But are there any like Somali modeling agencies? No. Not that I know of. Not that I know of, no. Wow. I never thought of that. Yeah. That'd be dope if we had one. I know. I've thought about that. Um, but yeah, there isn't any. But it's just like so much work that goes into Yeah, that's just no joke. You know what I mean? And like it's like experience is Contracts, also needed. Like, networking probably. Yeah, you, know? you gotta know a lot. And of to start an agency, you gotta you gotta have the connections. You with, have to yeah. yeah. You gotta like you gotta find your your folks work. So like let's say like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna start an agency, you know. Mm. The best I can do is like Best Buy and Target. Only because they're like local businesses mm-hmm. and I have connections with them in general. But like... Slight flex? Nah, nah, <laughs> I can't get you like in you the see, fashion... Yeah, I just know. In the fashion industry though. Know, I mean, we got Miss Nike over there, so I'm not going to say too much. Uh, We're going to get into that though. But I'm saying like, in the, we, I can't get you the Gucci, the Prada, yeah. the no, New York Fashion right, Week. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if I started it today. In. Yeah. So most people who start... Um, like when I was when I was um, 15 I was signed to Privileged um, over in Egan or I don't know one of the two and the guy who started it was like a he was a musician at first but he was a model for like 15-20 years yep. so he he gained all these connections from different yeah. casting directors and different uh, um, brands and whatever it may be so then now he has like hundreds of people under his agency and he can just go like okay boom you fit here you fit there that's that's really what it is but Shawline, like 10, 15 years. Yeah. I know for a fact she can do it because she she has the work ethic. You know what I'm saying? She's doing her thing right now. So in 10, 15 years, you you might have the connections to be Absolutely. like, let's start a Somali agency. How and is networking when you're up there? Like when you're speaking with these type, like big brands and stuff, are people like friendly? Like, and you, I guess people are all different, but mm-hmm. are people um, more I've so likely a, to be friendly? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've had the best experiences. I can't say I've had a bad experience on set. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the times when we're on set, you're in, it's very rare that you're like actually like like the designer is actually there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's been a few instances where I've met like when I shot with Good American, like Khloe Kardashian was on set with us. So like that was crazy because I'm like, wow, girl, you just on set with us. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was cool. But most of the times like I'm working with like the team, like, you know, the production team, the stylist and They've been absolutely wonderful. And that, those are great people to like tap in with too yeah. because knowing those people, like they can recommend you for their next job or like yep. what they're working with. So it's just really good to like leave an impression on people and just be kind and nice and talk to people. Yeah. No, was, well, I, both acting and modeling, they'll teach you. And even like podcasting as well is like your character goes a long way. Bro. Absolutely. It goes a long way. So when you're sitting there and somebody's doing your hair or somebody's, you know, moisturizing or like these people that are doing the small jobs... You're sitting there like this, like be <laughs> really be kind to people, bro. Well, like, hey, and be like good. be a good individual. That goes leaps and bounds beyond like all this other stuff. Cause then people are gonna remember that, mm-hmm. you know, and people are gonna be like, ah, I bet like I'll do this. How many people have come on our show just off of, you know what I'm saying, just off of our good how character you treated them. Yeah. and how we treated how we had a conversation. There's a lot of people where we had a conversation, we never talked about the podcast. Like we it, it didn't start with like, yo, come on our podcast. Like we we just like, yo, what do you do? Because me and Hamza just have a general curiosity of like, what do people do? Why do they do what they do? What makes people tick? And just wanting to learn about people. And just having that good character, that good akhlaq, bro, goes a long yeah. way. Because people really fuck with you if you have that. Wallah, mashallah. No, I agree. I tell people that all the time. Being a good person matters. Like, do good things and wallah, good things will happen to you. I feel like that's a lot of like, I mean, of course, it's all God and mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But um, being a good person matters. I feel like doing good things, like, Good things will come to you. Well, how's a career? 
I'm trying to phrase this. Mm-hmm. Very non-controversial way. Well, it's not even that. Take your time. Don't, how is it having a... This is for both of y'all. I'm going to be honest with y'all. How is it having a career that's in the limelight? That everything you do, someone will see. And like, have any comments gotten to you? I'm, I'm not going to answer that question because I'm really not in the limelight. But she can go ahead and, and talk about that. Uh, it says yeah. the published author, right? Right? You got to be humble over there. This, but is okay. not the, this is not the Muhammad show. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is, um, no, this is ghost talk. You talk too. All right, but I got you. I'll right answer, after, right I'll after the goat. Yeah, I got you. I'll answer after her. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to be honest. It's a lot, Wallahi. Like, I tell people, like, you, and again, this goes back to, like, me and the stage in my life that I'm at of knowing who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? And making sure that I'm a thousand percent sure of myself and confident in myself. Because had I not been, it probably would have, like, not been, like, how it is for me right now. But it's a lot to have your life on the limelight all the time, especially when, like, me, I'm not going to lie, growing up, I had a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. I was always, like, you know, around. I'm a very social person. And over the years, my personality has really, like, shifted to, like, low-key this introvert. Because, like, it's a lot. Like, you have eyes on you all the time. Um, But... I don't know. You just got to not know how to like not let things get to you and really have tough skin. But again, like we're human, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm not going to sit here in front like, oh, yo, I don't care. Yeah. But what was the wildest comment you had? I can't remember off that, okay, but I'm not going to let you. I'll be blocking people. What? Yeah. Well, how long is your vlog list? Well, I has long. I, I like that. I love Wallahi. that. Wallahi. Like, I mean, I'm blocked, delete. Like, I pay yeah. no oh, mind Oh, for to real? Me. Yeah. So do you like go into your, like someone sends you a wild comment, you just go, delete, block? Delete. Block. Can I ask oh, you? That's crazy. Can I ask you something? And I know you be dealing with this. <laughs> the fobs in your DMs. Oh my god! <laughs> Do they shoot? Yo, they be wilding. <laughs> you see, I mean, yo, they be wilding. Hey, you got the question. Hey, look, this is what they be doing. This is what they be doing. They be in the DMs with the voice note. With the voice note, like, like this. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa shalallahu alaihi wa sallam. Tahi wa hatuga hamar mudisho. Number kaga daiso bezikat. Wallahi, mashallah. That's how they be. They be in there, just deep voice, close as fuck to the phone. And they phone. be all ready to get married. Yeah. Like they all talking about getting married. Like, do yeah. you know me from a can of paint? Yeah. Are you talking about you trying to <laughs> from a can of paint? Wallahi, um, yeah. But I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I barely look at my messages on that sense. Like, if I see, like, I could kind of tell from the beginning of the message. Like, I won't respond. I like responding to like young girls or yeah. like guys that message me. Like, I'll respond back. I'm not like. You know, Hollywood, but yeah, I ain't Hollywood, yeah, yeah. but like, um, when it comes to comments though, I will definitely delete and block you. Like, there's also this feature where you can like block off certain words because I'm not gonna lie to you, a lot of the times, well, like 98% of the time, I get love, yeah. like, people are so nice and supportive. Like, the community that I've built online is it's actually quite insane. Like, the way they support me is like wild because it's like people that know you in real life won't support you like that you know yeah. what i mean um so 90 percent of the like 98 percent of the time is good that two percent most of the time is people kind of like talking to me about like how i'm dressed and what yeah. i'm wearing yeah. um it's really more so that I like they're like oh you're not wearing the hijab properly you're not doing this properly listen i didn't say i was a saint i didn't say i was yeah. perfect you know I, what i mean i didn't say i was doing anything this nigga this is just a picture say, like you know do what i'm doing like yeah. i'm just like doing i'm living my life yeah. but um even in those cases like if they're real disrespectful like i would definitely like like swipe, delete, block. Have you ever responded to somebody? I don't, but you know, I have a community, like I have a tribe. That, oh. Like, you know, they oh. will be in those comments I'm responding. Talk- I'm not going to lie though. They're like, Holden, Holden has like a little community yeah. too. Yeah. They support. They well, show love. Him. That's love. And it's especially my sister. Like my 
sister who's like you're right younger than me yeah. like she don't play she will be in those comments responding to everybody cussing them out. i'm like in hand chill she's like nah <laughs> they can't be talking to you like this i'm like okay you right that's good well mashallah yeah so i mean i mean personally well it really doesn't phase me i don't really like pay it no mind like if i think it's real wild though i will swipe delete and block you because we don't want negative energies yeah. positive vibes over Allah, here you're 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 a better woman than me i be swiping i'll be, be commenting i'll be talking shit yep. i'll be talking crazy under them comments goddamn Oh yeah, negativity yeah. in your bullshit. Cause we don't do that shit over here. I love that. I love that. No, vibe. people be bold though on the internet, you guys. Like, oh yeah, bold. Oh yeah, and it's a lot of projecting too. It is one hundred percent, and that's how you have to look at it. Yeah, though. It's that's like, literally what it is. It's not me. It's it's a you problem. Yeah. It's a lot of like I don't know how to dress, so I'm gonna talk shit about her. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know how to express myself. so yeah, I'm, gonna I'm just insecure talk shit. in myself, yeah. so. I'm going to talk shit about her. But like what they also don't understand is like you're a human being as well. You 100%. deal with a lot of the shit probably they're, they're dealing with. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, that's when I go back to saying like I never said I was a saint. I'm yeah. not perfect. Like I'm very much a practicing Muslim, but like I'm trying to be better day by day. Of course, yeah. I'm going to make mistakes just like you do. You know what I mean? But that's why I say you really have to be sure of who you are before you go into the scene of like modeling or being mm. an influencer or wanting to put your life out there to people to judge because that's ultimately what we're doing like we're i can't be mad at it because yeah. this is what i decided to do 100 percent. this is this is a, a life choice that you made and it's, it's yeah. done wonders for you Allah, mashallah. um yeah. was, what was it like the first time seeing yourself like in a store or that the first time that you walked in and you saw that yourself on a poster or or on a brand or what was that experience like yeah um well, I think the first time ever for me was like, it was online. Um, I think it was, it was for a beauty brand. And I think I, someone sent it to me, actually. It was on the Sephora website. Yeah. And I was like, wow, well, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's little old me, you know? Yeah. Um, but the first time I was ever in a store store was like a shoot that I did like last summer for Walmart. And like someone sent it to me. Like, it was like the whole billboard like in Walmart. And I'm like... Mom, like I went straight to my mom. I was like, Hoya, like look at this. Yeah. I'm in Walmart, like we shop there. <laughs> <laughs> what we are. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's crazy. And I showed her, she was like, wow. You I know, know your mom's like, hey, what for you see that? Yeah, <laughs> you already know. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, it, it's just surreal. And to me, like, well, I every time I'm shocked, like recently I did something for Nike, and like mm. when I go and I see my face on the, the app, I'm like, yeah. Bro, slight, how, slight how flex. was that though? Like, not even slight flex, slight flex. But how was it when they came to you? And we're like, yo, they went through your the agency. Yeah, though, they went right? through my agency. So the agency came and said, yo, we got a little something for you. Like, yeah. How was it the moment you you heard about it? Um, well, the first time, because like, okay, this is like. <laughs> oh, so several times. She yeah, works with Nike. Like, my bad. Your best buy her Nike. Same thing. Not to toot my own horn, you know, but it's, it's actually a great thing, though, when a, um, a client wants to continue working yeah, with you. Yeah. So it's like, it's amazing. And then let alone, it's Nike. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I'm like, wow. Y'all, y'all want to work? Y'all, y'all like little old me? Yeah. Um. But the first time, I think I was just in shock because it was like right after I got signed. It was a few months after I got signed, and in the beginning, it was like kind of slow, like not a lot was happening. Mm -hmm. And again, going back to me thinking like, oh, I'm about to take over the world after yeah. I got signed, you know. So the first time, my agent messaged me. He's like, hey. Like, he wants to shoot with you. No, he's told me I was on hold. So being on hold is like, they want you, but like, you're not confirmed yet. Yeah. 
So I was pacing back and forth, like, oh my gosh. Checking, should your, I... checking your email. Yeah, I'm like, should I? No, but I'm going back and forth, like, should I tell people? Because I'm very big oh, on, like, not speaking okay. on things until, yeah. like, I don't share things. Like, even, yeah. like, the work that I do, even though a lot of times I can't because I sign NDAs, but I'm not big on, like, telling everybody, like, oh, hey, this is about to happen. This is about to happen. Like, I like to just let things happen. So I'm going back and forth, like, oh my gosh, should I tell everybody? I'm like, okay, no, in fact, just be quiet. And then I book it and I tell everyone and I fly to LA and it was just honestly the most surreal experience ever. But when that shoot happened, that was my first time shooting with them. I never saw the photos. So that's oh. a big thing with like modeling. It's like they're they're not entitled yeah. to send you the photos of what you do. If you see it out there, you see it out there. That's how it is, you know? Mm. So I never saw it. But the second time I worked with them, I ended up seeing the stuff like on their app and I was like, of course I was searching every single day, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, where is that? But it's like, it takes months sometimes. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like even now I just recently shot some, um, modest, like swimwear stuff with them that just came out and they posted that stuff in like a week. I was shocked. I was like, Oh my God, that's me. And this is all on the website, right? Yeah. It's on their website, on their app. Um, yeah. And this this wow. is related to modeling, but more so fashion. Yeah. Like you, you're currently the model. Do you see how a brand grows and how they market their stuff? From being a model, like from that perspective, or is it just you guys are just blanking it off and it's just like, yo, go do your job. We'll handle the rest. Yeah, no, I don't see it from the modeling perspective. A little bit more on like the uh, content creation part, like on Instagram, like working with brands. Um, mm-hmm. Just seeing like the power of influencers and the oh, power yeah. of social media when it comes to businesses, like it's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so on the modeling side, not m- so much. Uh, but definitely like working with brands like because I don't feel like I'm working with a brand directly when I'm modeling. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's like mm-hmm. I'm working with their team, Yeah. even though I guess in influencing too. But it's like you kind of have more control, I guess, like because they send you product and you do what you want yeah. with their product to like advertise it. They might mm-hmm. give you like restrictions and like guidelines of what you want them to do. Yeah. But it's crazy when a product goes viral, and you're like, dang, like we like we did that yeah, or like, you know, influence that, yeah. did that. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Because like with modeling, you're essentially like a vessel to, yeah. to show the world. You're essentially like a vessel to show the world this product, right? So like with Nike, you're really a part of their marketing campaign. Yeah. Like you yourself as an individual, as a as a human being, is a part of their their marketing campaign. So that's kind of like how you would flow into into that. Um, back to back to the Nike campaign, because um, oh yeah, go ahead. All right, go ahead. Is Hamza his already recording? We're recording again. No, what were we talking about? We're just talking about where would you want to live? Oh. Yeah, um, I want to live overseas. I want to live in like Paris. No, Paris is not it. Have you ever been to Paris? No, I've never been. But I, eh, I don't feel you, great oh, about that. Zero area. out of ten. Zero out of ten. They don't zero like us. No, it's just terrible. It's just, there's nothing to do there. Yeah, Ain't but they're really to racist too. They're really racist. It's just yo, this is like personal. Yeah, I've been to Paris <laughs> once for like eight hours, and then we went again when we were coming back from Spain. I did hear it's um overhyped. Huh? No, oh, you were no, was it? There was two groups. Was two groups. Yeah. yeah. So when we were coming back, first of all, when I first went is when I was first going to Africa. I was going to Africa. I was lay. I was layover. You know, when you get that layover mm-hmm. in either Paris or Amsterdam. I was layover in Paris. I'm like, I'm about to go see Paris, my nigga. I'm about Eiffel to Tower. Eiffel Tower, niggas. <laughs> You know why the song is called Niggas, niggas in, in Paris? Because niggas, niggas was in Paris. Paris. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas was not in Paris. <sighs> Ain't no niggas in Paris. I'll tell you that. There is straight white folks in Paris. And, and they don't rock with the niggas nah. either. They're very and they don't even. rock with Muslims either. No, they do not. So they see that name. 
Mohammed Salad, and they're like, Hell no. This nigga, you ain't coming in. When we were coming back, back it up, back it up. You gotta respect. You know, they asked me, you know, bullshit. He asked me, he said, He's like, What's your name? And I told him my name, as he can clearly see on my passport. And then, bro, goes, How, how? Hey, how did you pay for this uh, for this ticket to on this flight? The disrespect. And and I was like, uh, with my money. <laughs> you did not say that. I said yeah because I was confused. I didn't say it out of spite, like be disrespectful. I was like, but you're being bad. Like- yeah, I, I was like, I bought the ticket. Nigga, I was not. Do you think I'm gonna be disrespectful in the airport? <laughs> they will lock my ass up for real. I was I'm scared. Nigga, coming back I from was Paris. stuttering. Nigga, I was like, with my airport, Mossy, <laughs> sir, right? And, and then he's like, oh, do you have a job? And I was like, yeah. Like, in, in, they were just going down the list. Do you have a job? What were you? What are you doing in France? I was like, I just want to see France. Like, I, I just want to see the Eiffel Tower. I just want the croissants, the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> like, that's it, you know. But like. They just just don't go there. Don't waste your yeah, time. Have you ever gotten caught up with a TSA? Oh my god! You've never. No. Are you? I work at the airport too, but I oh don't. I've never. TSA has never messed with me, thankfully. Oh. Stories now. It made me take off my socks once. Ain't that some shit? Nigga, so, they made you my socks <laughs> and my shoes in oh, the in front of the terminal. That's crazy. Go ahead. So like recently, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but like there was like a big fashion trend of like um, baklavas. So it's yeah. like hooded. With so the COVID and stuff too, yeah. Yeah, so let me tell you guys. One day I'm traveling and it's kind of like a hijab, but it's not a hijab, but it it covers your hair. You know what I mean? It's like a hood. Like you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I know that. Yep. So I'm flying and I remember I was going to LA and I'm at the airport and the lady's like, oh, um, you got to take your hood off. And I'm like, ma'am, this is not no a hood. Way. And I'm like, this ain't a hood, girl. Like this is my, and it's like two of them, okay? And the other lady like runs up like, yeah, you got, I'm like, can you back up? Like, she tried to take your hijab she's off. She's trying to take it off. Like what? she's thinking, like it's a hood, though. Oh. Like, and I'm like, no. And this other guy comes. He literally, like, I watched him come from like two lanes, and he's like, like, don't do that. Like, it's her. She's covering her hair. And I'm Look, like, you know, you fumbled the bag. I'm if like, I was you, I'm glad you knew that. If I was you, I would have let her take my hijab. And I, I kind of gave them the benefit of the doubt, yeah. though, because well, I, I genuinely thought like maybe they didn't know, you know, oh, yeah. like maybe she just really truly didn't know and I think she didn't because like afterwards she was in shock but I'm like why are you getting in people's personal space and stuff? Color, right? you know why mean? did she care about the hood though like she, you know I don't know because I guess you can't like wear your hood when you're going oh, through yeah, the x-ray right, though. yeah when you're going through the x-ray so it was like right before the x-ray and she's like I'm like girl Back it up, back it up. She was like don't touch me keep your hands to yourself yeah alhamdulillah I've never had any Crazy experience. A lot, a lot of crazy experience. I think it's just because my name is Mohammed. And you're a black man. I being yeah. a black man in this is hard. Yeah, I mean, being a Muslim woman is even harder. No, one hundred percent. I feel like a lot harder. A lot harder. Because y'all that. wear it. Yeah, niggas don't know my name. My, like I'm Muslim till I tell them like, oh, my name is Mohammed. Then they're like, ah, oh, yeah. You one of them. You are one of them Muslims. That's what you is. Like. <laughs> But before that, I just look like a regular dude, like just walking around. Obviously, the, the color of my skin is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I a, think we both have it. Yeah. We both have it kind of rough. Yeah. Do you ever reflect? Like, just on a sense, it's just like, damn, you from St. Paul, raised yep, yep. and went to Central. Yeah. Dude over there is smiling. <laughs> this man going to say I'm from Southside. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, I might know. Okay, hey, my fault. It's Central, right? But like, the idea of like, yo, you were f- from Central. To just being in ads and like being not just ads, but like the face of the Nike hijab. Like, let's really be honest. And like, mm. remember how you're talking about influencers really do influence? Yeah. 
like honestly, you're at that point where people just look, don't look at you as just a model. Like, yo, what is it for the hop to? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So how how is it? Do you ever just look back and like, damn? Oh, all the time. I'm like a big like reflective person. Like I journal. Like I like to like remember things. And um, yeah, I reflect all the time. I'm, I'd be shocked. I'd be like, wow, this is crazy. You yeah. know, like I'm here. But alhamdulillah, like I, I literally always I practice gratitude a lot, and I I give. All the praise to Elahi because mm-hmm. I literally would not like any, none of us would be here, but like my life would not be what it is because I like it could have taken so many different paths, you know what I mean? And a lot of people don't know that, but like, mm-hmm. you know, people see you and they just think like, oh, you got lucky or like, yeah. you know, you, but it's like, no, like I definitely worked my butt <laughs> off to get here. <laughs> and also like, you don't even know like how many different paths my life could have taken. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely very reflective and very, very grateful. Like yeah. speaking on all the, like you just said, like I put in the work, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I was about how- to ask right now too I was gonna ask imposter syndrome yeah were you gonna ask imposter syndrome too my nigga I'm not shitting I'm joking (laughs) I do get yeah I get that shit all the time all the time all the time I think I like recently made a TikTok talking about that but like imposter syndrome is a real Mm -hmm. it really is like in like you know how early we're I think you guys were talking about I was like sitting down but you guys were talking about how like competition is like the thief of joy yeah I think for me it's imposter syndrome because I'm Mm -hmm. not gonna lie to you guys like not trying to say like oh hey but like I really don't see competition in other people like I'm more like focused on myself you know what I mean and I think I'm my biggest critic and sometimes can also be my biggest enemy but like I'm also my biggest cheerleader you know Mm -hmm. but yeah imposter syndrome kicks in all the time and especially with the career that I have and what I do it some days I'm just like, no, you're not doing enough. But alhamdulillah, like, I have a great support system and mm-hmm. great family and friends that always remind me, like, you're killing it. Like, mm-hmm. you are that girl. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm grateful for them for to always remind me that. But yeah, I definitely do be, like, in my feelings sometimes, like, you're just not doing enough. Mm-hmm. You could be doing more. Yeah. That's some shit, wallah. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm talking about. That is some shit. That's, like, my daily life right there. Like, yeah. Maybe, I know you. I know you ran like four miles this morning, and you're doing like thirty things today. But you could have done more, nigga. Yeah, that's me all the time. I yeah. wear so many different shoes, like, but I'm like, no, you could be doing more. But it's it's important to 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 keep that in check. And the, the kind of the segue that I have is like, you work in an industry where beauty standards are high, right? And there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on, and you're literally putting yourself out there a lot. How do you, what What are things that you do to keep your mental health in check to just keep, sh- to make sure that, you know what, like, um, I'm good or where I am. And like you said before, which is really important, is like if you're going to get into this industry or not honestly, any industry, like knowing yourself is important. 100%. So what are, what are some things that you do with that? Um, I think definitely like the number one thing for me is like the, my faith is like the center of my life. Yeah. So I know that. Whatever comes, whatever goes, like that is because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's always for the best, you know? So that's really what keeps me sane and keeps me okay because especially with what I do, like sometimes you're really going to be like, yo, dang, like this really didn't work out for me. Like, mm-hmm. or like, oh my gosh, like I, like, but it wasn't meant for me. Yeah, it's and it's like, okay. Could have, would have, should have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like when you truly like believe and you have your faith and that's what leads you through life like mm-hmm. you're not going to be butthurt about that you're not going to be sitting here sad and depressed about oh this didn't work out or that didn't work out because you know like Allah has better plans for you because we plan but Allah is the best of planners 100%, 100%, you know yeah. Um, so I think that's really what gets me through and just I don't know I just like to stay as productive and focused as possible and like I don't know work hard don't get me wrong I'm also really a lazy person sometimes (laughs) like i'm gonna be really honest like i feel like the most productive people are so like the most laziest people but 
yeah, I just like to keep myself busy. And yeah. How how do you view Somali brands now that are up and coming? Mm. Mm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like I'm really, really big on like supporting people. Oh, yeah. And I think that's so important because like as Somali people, like we be our own enemies. Mm-hmm. We be so like, everyone is so focused on the next person and what they're doing to get to where they are. But it's like, I know it's so cliche and we hear this all the time, but wallahi, there is room for all of us to oh, yeah. eat and there's room for all of us to win. And if we really like focus on that, like we could all be doing such great things. You know what I mean? But I'm really big on supporting people. Like I love supporting local brands and people that have whatever it is. If it's a clothing brand, a beauty brand, whatever it is, like I'm really big on like, I know some people messaging me and I'm like, cool. Like, yeah, I, I have brands pay me and hopefully my agent don't hear this because they're really big on me getting paid. But like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with like, if you are a small brand, like yeah. I will, I will post your stuff. Like I will, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. I don't mind it. Go ahead, DM me, send it to me, you know? Because like, we all started somewhere. I remember when I used to send my posts to everybody, like post 100%. my shit, yeah. you know what I mean? 100%. To make my shit yeah. grow. So yeah. yeah. That's really important. Um, Something that I think about a lot as I'm the older brother to, to three younger sisters, mashallah. Beautiful, beautiful young ladies. Shout out to them. I try to tell them every day that like, because like you said earlier, and I think about this a lot, but like being a black Muslim woman, especially in America, like it's hard for you to see yourself in a lot of these things. It's hard mm-hmm. for you to see yourself um, in America's next time. Even if you're watching the show and you're invested in it, you don't see yourself out there in the world. And I try to like tell them every day, like you guys are beautiful, mashallah. You guys are this, you guys That's are that. Dope. And just kind of like, hype them up as much as I can because I know the outside world not doing that, mm-hmm. right? Because of the way that we have beauty standards. And again, like the industry is changing, but in honesty, 10 years ago, it was it was skinny, white, blonde, blue eyes. That was Literally. that was the beauty and that was the that was the the standard at the time, but it's, it's changing now. Mm-hmm. With the Nike campaign, mashallah, with all these stuff that you're doing, how much do you think about that and just inspiring the youth and inspiring young ladies to like find beauty within themselves and, and see that within themselves and not really look out there with it. Yeah, oh, all the time. For me, it's two things. One, it's between me literally pinching myself like, girl, how are you here? How yeah. are you doing this? Yeah. And also me saying like, oh my gosh, there's so many people that get inspired by this. And like, I love my virtual friends and my virtual community because wallahi, they keep me going. And it's just like the most like humbling, fulfilling feeling for someone to tell you like, you inspire me like you like make allow me to be seen like it makes me so happy to see you doing this because I know I can do this or my kids can do this or my daughters can do this or like seeing you do this has made me get through a tough time in my life Mm -hmm. and I'm just like yo that's crazy (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) like well like that's so crazy and it's really a beautiful feeling so for me like growing up I was before I like got into all this I was um like, I was really good at school. And, like, that's what I was telling you guys earlier. Like, I, w- I love high school. I'll do it all over again. Yeah. But that was all I was good at was school. Like, that was my talent. I never, like, ventured off into other things. And I, I think you guys kind of, like, we're, we're kind of similar in age. But, yeah, like, y'all know, explore your creatives and, like, having these unconventional dreams. Like, yeah. that was not a thing. You know what I mean? It was go to school, become a doctor, get engineer, a lawyer, yeah. get a job, corporate America. You know what I mean? So that was the things that was my dream at some point in life. But... For me now to have these unconventional dreams and to actually be living in them and to have people see that is very inspiring. And I like how you said, like, you're an older brother and you want to be an example for your siblings. That's my number one priority in my life. Like, I'm a big sister. I'm the oldest of nine. And I love my siblings to death. Like, that's my tribe. Those are my people, you know. And I want to be the best example I can be for them. 
And I want to, I always, my whole life, like, I just wanted to leave an impact in the world. Like, I wanted to be a teacher at some point because I'm like, I just want to teach people and leave an impact. But now my focus is not being a teacher. But, like, I am, in a sense, being a teacher because oh, yeah. I am leaving an impact and I'm teaching people life skills. And I'm teaching people to be yourself, go after what you want and, like, don't let anyone stop you. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm teaching my siblings, hey, listen, you can be successful in whatever you decide to do. Like, yeah, go to school. But like, if that's not for you, make sure you got a plan and you come with me, come to me with a strict plan of like what you got going on and what you want to do. And I'm going to support you. You know what I mean? Mashallah, that's a beautiful thing. The oldest of nine. Yeah. Wow. What's that like? It's, it's, <laughs> I'm you, know, the you don't feel like nine. He said that like I'm that guy. I'm not going to lie. He said that like that's, that's just they, not normal. That's how they be doing it. Yeah. Well, like, that's how, what actually uh, if I, How many... How many siblings you have? And then you'd be like, oh, no. Nice. The way you said wow. it too, the question. Yeah. The question, you, right. the way you phrase, like? what's that like? I'm, I'm, I'm the like? oldest of seven though. So like, I'm, I'm the oldest of seven. So it's yeah. not. It really like, doesn't feel like that many of us, but I love all my siblings. I love them. They're so much fun. Mm -hmm. Is there we like a, a level of, is there a level of like pressure that comes with being oh, the oldest for you? 100%. Yeah. Does that, that, does that fuel you or does that, because like for me, it fueled me like that pressure to be like, okay, I'm the first one to graduate college I'm the first one to like yeah. leave the house I'm the first one to do this to do that so I gotta do it the best so I, that I think at, at one point I think the pressure was kind of like taking over yeah. <laughs> because I feel oh, like yeah. I didn't know what I was doing with my life and I was confused I didn't have a purpose but like now I, every day I wake up with a purpose and mm -hmm. I, I'm grateful to be a role model for them and they remind me of that all the time so it's a beautiful thing Mashallah Hamza you, you're the oldest you're middle yeah, child I got an older sister yeah but you're the oldest. That's my dog. You're technically the oldest. That's my dog too. I'm like, the thing is, is my you're older the oldest sister. Guy. Yeah, I'm the oldest guy. So like, she had that like, yo, make sure these niggas are straight. Mm. And mine was like, yo, you, you got to make it out. Yeah. It's so your like, responsibility now. Yeah, so like the idea of like school and like all that educational formal stuff. Because like, I didn't get the idea. Like if I told my dad I was doing spoken word full time, he would be like, hell no. Yeah. So like the idea is just like yo, like no, she does what she got to do, but you, you're like the the one child that we're gonna focus all every effort to yeah. get that degree on. Yeah. So, so that was a little that was a little stressful. I feel like that's why I did the podcast a lot later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the idea is just like I had to do a I had to do the get to the finish line and yeah. then move back to get to my own finish line. Wow. Which yeah. is pretty hard, but I love that though. I feel like it was your journey, and that's how it's supposed to be. And I think also like I just wanted to add a side note, like me. Well, going back to like, I was really good at school. I loved school. I thought that was my only thing. But at some point I decided, hey, listen, I don't even know what I'm doing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I was done. I was like, I've done this. This is all I've known for so many years. Mm -hmm. So I took a break. But like, ultimately my love was always there and I wanted to do it. And like, even now, like I'm working, I'm doing all these things, but I'm back in school. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying, hey, listen, just go off. And like, I mean, that works too. But like, <laughs> you can literally do whatever you want and mm. like you can juggle all these things like it's hard it's stressful but what I have is possible and it's oh, yeah. doable 100%. bro I'm not gonna lie though well I feel like having a degree and having a career that I know can it's just like can keep me to like 90 like alhamdulillah like when it comes to money and stuff yeah I'm not stressing about like yo where where am I gonna be in five years yeah that takes off so much pressure to where I can like full throttle the creative side 100% because mm -hmm. the idea bro I'm not gonna lie well and I know like people don't like to talk about this but especially with a lot of creatives, it's the idea of like, yo, I got to make it out. I got to get money. I got to do this. Yeah. I gotta, there's a whole yeah. bunch of stressed out people that are kicking it together. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You know what I mean? 100%. <laughs> it's a lot it's of, of adrenaline. Yeah. It's just the idea. It's just like, yo, like I, like you said, there's ups and downs, right? So like, yo, I might be up one week, 
But like the next week, like, I don't know where my food's going to come in. Mm-hmm. So that you're in a stressed out situation. Alhamdulillah, like, I don't have to deal with that anymore. So shout out to Abdul Malik Oscar. You my nigga. <laughs> oh, that's my, hey, you my dog too. <laughs> and then that's my dad. So. I, got, I, got, I got, that's my guy, man. That's good. That is my guy. But I know what you mean, Wallahi. And Wallahi, you're not lying when you said like Allah is the best of planners. When I was younger, like I thought it was weird. I was like, damn, boy, you don't believe in my plans. Like just for me, as in, just speaking for myself, the way I, I function is like, I'm like almost crazy about my goals and like, okay, Same. I'm going to accomplish it. And then like, I get real defensive and you know that too. Like mm-hmm. whenever, cause like I, 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 I graduated, yeah, I graduated <laughs> with like a political science degree and economics degree. And like, as soon as you say that niggas faces go, oh, what's next, damn. Muhammad? They're like, damn nigga, how you going to find a job in that degree, nigga, right? Like, damn nigga, what you going to do with that? You know? I'm going to start like, saying, what's that like? What's that like? <laughs> what's, that? <laughs> what's that like? You know? Um, the Midwest in me sometimes jumps yeah. off. But, I take a well, I, like it becomes a thing to me where I'm like, you, you don't believe in me, you don't think I can do it. I'm gonna prove you wrong. So when I was younger, like I wanted to act, I wanted to model, I wanted to write, I wanted to do all these things. And like it wasn't that my parents didn't believe in me. I, I know that they did deep down, and I know that like I know that they loved it when I did do it too. They like, just didn't get it. They one, they didn't get it, and two, it, for them, they're like they're thinking about <laughs> and I and I appreciate Bro, st- it now. Sustainability, sustainability. Yeah, yeah they're thinking about like we, we love the fact that you like to act, nigga. But how you gonna feed yourself? <laughs> yeah, nigga, right? exactly. That's the, that's how they was thinking. And now that I'm I'm older and I and I alhamdulillah I got this degree <clears> and I like he said, it's taking the stress off of of the fact that. Like, then I can be like, I right, bet then I'm about to, with this degree that I have, I'm about Yo, to get but does a that job. give you work ethic though? Let's really be honest. Hell yeah. And I was thinking about what you said too, the fact that you had to finish the first finish and like come back, back on and circle back. That makes you gangster as fuck, nigga. You yeah. basically live in two lives. You pushing, <laughs> you pushing, you pushing two agendas at the same time. You're doing you make, everything that you want us to do. Ex- exactly. Um. So, well, I think I appreciate it now a lot because it, it made me the man I am today. And it, like I said, it gave me the opportunity to like have food on the table, not worry about that. And as the oldest guy too, you thinking about, okay, well, how am I going to feed my family? Like a goal yes. for me was always make sure Hoya is good. She don't ever have to like think about nothing. She can take trips. And that's and drive just eats out. you too. Yeah, it does. But I feel like a lot Every of Somali year, men don't get, like to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, they get older and older and older. And like, like a clock that I have in my head is like, I have to make sure my mom gets comfortable one, but two, there's a mental clock of like, my mom has to see me successful mm-hmm. in the things that I love and care about. That's important to me. You know what I mean? And like, as she gets older, like I said, my mom's like 54 now, 55. Like, alhamdulillah, she's healthy. Everything's good. But like, you start thinking about that because I don't want to be at 55. Finally, I go to Hoi, Hoi, look. Uh, I'm on Broadway. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, there is that stress. What, what for you? What was that like with your parents? It's just like now that you're modeling. I, I mean, obviously, I would assume. I don't know your parents, but I would assume like there was a conversation that had to happen, and 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 it was a little bit different than like if Samantha was like, "Hey, mom, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. go out and mo- model," you know. So oh, for sure. Um, I think one thing my mom like always knew that like. I was that child, like, again, going back, I tried everything, and mm. I, I, I would literally have a new, like, I'm just going to run the same things, but, like, I was always just trying things, and to them, it was astonishing, because it was like, what is this girl doing? <laughs> like, yeah. it's always something, you know? So she wasn't surprised, like, she knew, she's like, this has always been right up your alley, but she was just kind of like, but well, where's the longevity in this? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. so, like, how, what, where are you going with this? Like, so, so are you going to be able to make a living out of this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. as a regular and to her, it was always like, 
so are you going to finish school? <laughs> you know what I mean? So at first she definitely did not get like, she, I'm not going to say she didn't support it, but she definitely wasn't like hundred percent on board. Like mm-hmm. she was just like, and I was just like, mom, listen, like again, like going back to what you were saying, yeah. I believe in myself like so hard. Yeah, like I'm like, yeah. for me, if I have a goal, if I have something I want to do, just know what's going to happen. Like 100% because I'll put my all into that to make it happen. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to show her. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm going to show her I can do this. So once she obviously started seeing like, the financial part of it like she was like yeah. okay okay and then when she saw that i was like also back in school and doing this like she was even more happy so she's like okay cool like do Are your you, thing yeah. do y'all think y'all gonna raise your kids different with like a different sense of pressure no not really i feel like i, I will i will so yeah, yeah I will. With, with me it's <laughs> it's gonna be the way i go about it is gonna be different i'm gonna be more nurturing more caring there's gonna be more yeah. conversations that yes. happen but I'm not going to be the dad that's like, oh yeah, go ahead. Just go do that. I'm always, because what's important as a parent, I'm not a parent, but like, I would assume. Yeah, I thought you was a granddad. <laughs> oh, that's that's so perfect. <laughs> so like, let me tell y'all, gang. So I was at Walmart today, right? And I'm like, yo, we about to have a fashion icon <laughs> on the show. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Very well dressed, mashallah, like Thanks. doing her thing. And I, I was like, I got I to gotta come on the show with a, with a fashion statement. For those of you who don't know, I'm like, I'm the biggest troll there is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like, I like to just fuck with people. I like wearing shit that makes people go, huh? What does that even mean? You know? So my shirt says, I don't know if you can see it. Can I see it, Thunder? Hold on. Hold on, gang. They gotta see this shit. Hey, mind you, we just did dangerous. So I'm not, I'm wearing the same clothes because he changed. Right? Let me just get that shout out. Hey, this might be another podcast with niggas the same day. We right? did it the same day, but I took I took it off. grinding. And I put We're this on. Because I was like, first of all, I'm the best grandpa ever. First of all, that's a fact. Second of all, think of me as a grandpa. I, I'll be those crazy ass grandpas that just wears the, the fedora <laughs> and just says the most outlandish shit randomly. Come here, come here, little nigga. Let me be a dollar, nigga. How you gonna raise your kids? My kids. Well, I, I back to that. Um, I think what was important for me, and I think we all three of us can agree with this, is like when you're somebody who's highly ambitious and just like obsessive about your goals, you become very forward thinking, right? And in your mind, like your goals are almost attainable. They almost exist because you think about them so much because you replay it so much. Whenever I achieve a goal. It almost feels like, well, I deja vu because in my head, I replay it over and over and over again of me being there, the steps I'm going to take to get there, right? But in reality, it doesn't always work out that way. So a parent is really good where they can tell you, hey, I love you. I believe in your goals. I think all of this is important and I think you should continue to do it, right? But I also love you enough to tell you that what you're trying to do isn't 100% right? As an individual, you have to be a multifaceted individual where if things don't work out, and I think what helped me a lot with that is athletics. Because as an athlete, you think in your head, nigga, I'm going to make it. I will. I have to make it. There is no other choice, right? But you can't put all your eggs in your in that one basket because mm-hmm. the minute you tear your ACL, the minute you get a surgery your senior year, whatever happens, shit goes left real quick. But I think for me, what I want to do is be that nurturing parent where my kid is just so multifaceted that like, if they don't make it in this, they'll make it in this. And if they don't make it in this, they'll make it in this. And despite all that, they'll be very well educated. Um, the dean is going to be on lock. Their mental health is going to be on lock so that whatever that they're going through, it won't be hard for them. It won't be tough for them. You know what I mean? And 
well, I was thinking about this the other day too. Is like our parents had dreams, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what blows my mind sometimes. Is like our parents were actually kids at one point that were like just kicking it, dreaming about, reminiscing about, yeah, I want to be a writer when I grow up. I want to be a model when I grow up. I want to interview people when I grow up. And they had to put all that aside. Some people didn't have, you know, the financial liberty to just to just dream and to just write books and and sit on a podcast for two hours and just talk about their life and whatever is going on. Don't get me wrong. It's all very important. But alhamdulillah to that, that we get to live like that. And yeah, I think that's that's the approach that I would take. Again, I'm not a parent. I yeah. know for a fact <laughs> shit is going to go <laughs> no, left. I agree though. Yeah. I agree with both of those things. Because like, one thing I'm going to say is like, my mom has never been wrong. So yeah. oh, anything yeah. she's oh, ever yeah. told me has, like, it might have taken me a few years to like see it. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, she's always right. But another thing too is like, I think believing in your kids like all the time mm. and wholeheartedly as much as they believe in themselves is so important i don't know if you guys watched the kanye documentary oh yeah that's that documentary was amazing beautiful like the way his mother believed in him mm-hmm. like that's why that man is his confidence yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like she believed in him so much and like that goes a long way like that nurture and that love like you were saying yeah. also like that goes a very long way mm. but of course like you know we can't blame our parents like no they were their parents for the first time yeah. like they don't know what they're doing they're in a whole different world like different language you know what i mean different language like they're adjusting so they did their absolute best you know what i mean well, I, like and went beyond as well beyond no, yeah. first shout, shout out to oscar again mm-hmm. like, i'm shout not gonna to lie oscar. shout because, out to donda west too remember when that documentary came out what did i do i told the both of y'all nigga y'all need to watch phenomenal this shit. phenomenal this shit is beautiful. i need to watch i haven't yeah. watched it. i'm not even gonna lie watch well, it. shout watch out to it. kanye though very inspiring <laughs> and you'll see it Kanye yeah. is Kanye. That nigga thinks he's the the coldest nigga on the planet. And like, it's not because of the success. It's because of the confidence his mom yeah, his mom put into him. He, but he the, also put in a whole bunch of work. Oh, 100%. You? But yeah. that's like what pushed him to put in that put work. In that work. So the idea mother. of him thinking like, yo, I could actually do this shit gave him the fuel to put to in the work. Going. 100%. Like, 100%. Something crazy Jay-Z said was like, when they asked him about Kanye, like this is later, 2017, 2018. He laughed and he was like, yeah, bro. Y'all just now meeting Kanye, but Kanye has been Kanye his entire life. And you see it in yeah. the documentary. You see it in that he's 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 talking the same shit. He's arrogant, the same bullshit, confident, confident, all of that. Every time I think of that, I think of Dave Chappelle talking about the first time he met Kanye. Yeah, did he tell you the story? Yeah. <laughs> so he was in a um, he was in a he was in the studio. No, they were watching the the Chappelle show, like un, unreleased cuts of the Chappelle mm-hmm. show. And, and somebody before Kanye was like, I don't think he had a song. Did he have? No, this was this was producer Kanye. Producer Kanye. Oh, so yeah. this is like he was making money. Mm-hmm. He had like those like platinum singles. But he out, wasn't Kanye. But he wasn't famous. He wasn't known. Um, but he was. This is in that era. If you watch the documentary, it's like the first the episode. The yeah. first episode where he's like shopping it. He's running around. He's telling people, Yo, 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 buy my shit, buy my shit, listen to my shit. But he's in the he's in the studio with Dave Chappelle, uh, Dave Chappelle, and he's watching it. And somebody calls him, and he picks up the phone and he goes, "Hello," and he's like, "Yeah, where are you?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm with Dave Chappelle right now. We're watching uncut, uh, unedited uh, versions of the Chappelle show." And he goes, "My life is amazing, and I do cool shit." Now, and they he, asked him, and they asked him, they're like, he paused for a little bit. Yeah, he like someone responded with some, "Oh yeah, that's great." Da, 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 da. Like how how the hell are you in there with Dave Chappelle? Yeah, he's like, "Cause my life is amazing, and I do cool shit." And then he did the, whole, he, I can't do it with the iPhone, but he did the click. <laughs> period. But yeah, that guy, I don't know, bro. Well, I that guy is incredible. Just to yeah. think about like the shit that he's been through and and mm-hmm. where he had to come from to to go to where he want where he is right now. That nigga's a Billionaire. 
Yeah. Shit's wild, bro. Yeah. That's, that's I, I need. I love talking to creators mm-hmm. and creatives mm-hmm. and just people who just do something and like craft something and just make something out of nothing. Like you are like an embodiment of like Emma Somari Somarte that just like mm-hmm. a father, right? And now your face, a little girl mm-hmm. is looking at it and be like, damn, like she looks just like me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that like, I don't know what I like. I love, you can work a cube life for the rest of your life. You know, mm-hmm. if you're comfortable with that, that's dope. That's dope. If that's mm-hmm. how you got to pay the bills. But damn, if you, if you're doing something you love mm-hmm. and like you're, you're grinding at it and you're Priceless. winning at it, Oh, we gotta have you on a podcast. Yes, <laughs> we gotta talk to you, man. That it. makes you a goat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That really does make you a goat. And well, I, mashallah, you're you're Thank definitely you a goat. Um, you Amin, know, Amin. we give we like Hamza always says. This is Hamza. Hamza has his own segment, and we haven't made it a thing yet. But it's called flowers. You know, he gives flowers. I on love the show that. And well, you have to give people yeah, their you flowers. Have to. Yeah, and he he tells them like, yo, like mashallah, you're doing this and you're doing that, and and like. I'm kind of stealing that from him right now. Now it's my <laughs> it's my turn to do that. But yeah, well, like, mashallah, you're doing your thing. And, Thanks, guys. I appreciate um, it. Thank you guys for having me too. Oh, 100%. 100%. It's nice to break the ambiance. So this is a vibe. Yeah. Shout out to Thunder. Shout out, yeah. Big shout out to Thunder. Big yeah, shout out to Deer and shit just every once in a while just comes Oh, in. I got to show you the video. This is a really Did beautiful video. Did you see the video? video. No. I'm going to show you the, Hold on. Let me show you this video. It was a deer? Send it to send it to Mahab, please. I know, right? Because they gotta put this. Mahab, shit up. play this like right so, here, bro. But like Mahab, yeah, Maha don't put like my don't put my voice in it because I'm like I'm in the back. Like, look at this, look at this fucking, look at this there. <laughs> Just being very very, very southside, south side. very cedar south about it. Look at this thing. that motherfucking thing. He, he probably like, do you live in this neighborhood? He's probably like, but like look at how beautiful this shit is. Look where this nigga is. The backyard right here. No, it's beautiful. Even when I was driving up, I was like, what? Oh wow! They're oh, like it's a right. gang. They was yeah, kicking it. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you know, like if they were right there, that's the crazy part. No, mashallah, well, life beautiful. Majestic. I love the vibe. Majestic. So wait, Majestic. we had you. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Did you do the not the Sephora thing, but did you um, have that gig? I don't remember that? when that was. I don't remember. I feel like that's like when I started out. So probably not. I can't remember though. I feel like we're along this journey. Oh yeah, I love that. It was North Dakota. I, I live, yeah. I, and I gotta Dinner. know about that. You gotta, yeah, you gotta go figure <laughs> out what happened in Fargo. I know. Ooh, Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot. Of, there's some eyes up there for sure. Ooh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of like newcomers. Sioux is it Sioux Falls? Sioux Falls, North that's Dakota. South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota. That's where a lot of some people. That's where my yeah. dad came, and the nigga always he calls it Sufalis. <laughs> Sufalis, North Dakota, South Dakota, I'm And I'm like, my nigga, where is Sufalis? I remember doing a doing a project where they're like, your Sufilis. family tree, you know? They're like, okay, tell us about like your dad, where he came. I'm like, yeah, my dad came to this place. And first he was like over here. And then he came, to, he came to Sufalis. And they're like, nigga, where is Sufalis? Where is that? What's that like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hmm. Let's do Sufalis. Sounds That's like so a country in Africa. Weird. What's that like? <laughs> Do they have water in Sufalis? Right? Oh my goodness. I can't. Being, being Somali is crazy. One time somebody asked me, oh, Somalia. They're like, where are you from? I was like, I'm from Somalia. And they're like, oh. No, first it's, you know this too. You probably deal with this shit all the time because mm-hmm. you out there modeling. You're probably around people who haven't seen Somalis. But they're like, they look up there like, where are you from? And you go, oh, I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm from St. Paul, whatever, right? And then you go, no. Where are you from? From oh, hundred percent. Where are you from? From and I'm like, 
I'm from Somalia. This, this <laughs> no, lady. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I got that so much in this like natural to the point where like now I tell them, listen, I live in Minnesota, but mm. originally I'm from Somalia. Because yeah. I'm like, I already uh, know what you're gonna ask me. Yeah. <laughs> so let me just it. let you know. Yeah, I'm an asshole though. I'll be bothering people. I'm like, I'm from Minneapolis. And they're like, oh, where are you from? From oh, I'm from Minnesota. Like that's in the Midwest. They're like oh, but and where are you they, from? They from? start getting awkward because they're like, damn, am I prying? Like no way. Yeah, I mean like, I'm, but where's your family from? Yeah, and then I get real vague. I'm like, oh, I'm from Africa, and they're like, oh, okay, and they just looking at you like, nigga, we know that, but where in Africa? Moshe, you like left out Canada, but the lady was like, oh, is that uh, Somalia? Is that next to Mexico? And I'm like, do I look like I'm from next to Mexico? <laughs> I was like, no, I did not, fam. Yo, I did have one question. I feel like we're wrapping up. But one question being traveling mm-hmm. and posting on Instagram. Stuff like, like, you know how like, there's digital creators that travel the world, mm-hmm. take photos, and get paid off it, right? Mm-hmm. Would you, could you ever see yourself doing that? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I just feel like I don't really travel like that. <laughs> I mean, I go like, to like the same places. Um, but I would love to. I feel like. Why not? Anyway, you can like market and make money. Top, <laughs> like, top five places you want to visit. Mm. Okay, um, I want to go to Italy. Like that's hell number one. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, the colonizers. And, yeah, the col- <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Italy. I want to go to Bali and Thailand. Mm. I've always wanted to um, go to Bali. Yeah, I'm gonna list places I've never been. Cause- Where's Bora Bora? My bad. Go ahead. Finish. Oh, Bora Bora. Well, I had a nice friend there. named Bora Bora, and really? we always used to clown him because just- he was from Africa. The Bahamas, really? I don't really? know. Wait, I just, is it? I heard the Bahamas is close. I heard it in a little Dirk song, and I know niggas be saying that all the time. They'd yeah, that's like, like a you know honeymoon destination. Well, you know? Nah. Yeah. Or, uh, go ahead, finish it's beautiful. Your, okay, what did I list. say? Um, Italy, Bali, Italy, Bali, Thailand. Um, definitely Somalia because I've never been. You've never been? Yeah, I've never been. I want to go though. I'm trying to go with like all my siblings and like my cousins. Oh, that'd be a vibe. Yeah, I I, I want to go there deep so we can like stick together. <laughs> Yo, I'm over here. Oh, she's trying to have a great time. She's trying to bring all of no, them no, for no, safety they, purposes. We, no, we need to stick together. You know what I mean? She said one of us get hit is out of eight. Yeah, and percentage. then uh, last place. Oh, I really want to go to um. I've been seeing this. I think it's in South Africa, Zanzibar. Mm, Zanzibar. Yeah, Zanzibar. I want to go there. Is this just the name though? No, Zanzibar. it's beautiful. Have like, you seen it before? Beautiful. There'd be some places that niggas just like to say. No, no, Wallahi, beautiful. That's Bora Bora. By the way, I looked up Bora Bora. Where is it? And it didn't, but the the search didn't help. It made me more confused. It said Polynesia. I don't know where the fuck Polynesia is. I know Polynesia sauce. I'm geographically challenged. Me too. Uh, Polynesia sauce be fire. Yeah, them niggas. But I don't think it's in the Bahamas. I think it's in like Asia. Asia. Asia, Malaha. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go someday to Bora Bora. Ghost Talk episode in Bora Bora. In Bora Bora. We're going to interview. But did you just say that's like a honeymoon honeymoon spot? Where is it? Yeah. I don't know if I want to go with him. I don't know if I want to go with Muhammad Salad. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go with him. It's beautiful. You should look it up. though. No, Zanzibar. Look up Zanzibar. I'll go to Zanzibar with you. I don't know about Bora Bora, though. Beautiful. What? Like rose petals and shit. Rose petals, nigga, for what? For bows in the pool. She said it's a honeymoon spot. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm tired. So, are we getting married? What's going on? Yeah, but then I... Go get married. I'll come with you. I'll be your best so man. Fun. You want to be my best man? Yeah, I'll be your best man. So I'm like, we're not... Yo, Bob Kass and the Make sure bro. I'm invited too. What? Oh, yeah. 100%. To the honeymoon? 
You no. are you are now <laughs> to the wedding nigga. To the honeymoon. What are you talking about? I thought we were going to flowers and shit. Do you know what honeymoon is? What's good? Not really. Honeymoon is shakat time, sahib. Between you and the wife. It's supposed to be private. Besha Elisa, you do your thing. You're not supposed to have a third party at the honeymoon, brother. Nah. You tripping. No. You know what I'm saying, right? Yo, do you know how these girls have like best friends and shit? Bro, I be worried about that shit sometimes though. Why? Like, because listen, bro, I'm not going to lie. Friends are important. Friends okay, are friends are very important. Shout out to friends. Good yeah. friends. friends are also fucked up. No, yeah. good friends are important. Yeah. Friends will set you up. Oh, friends will get you. Friends will come on your honeymoon. Wallahi. See, that's like. the thing. But I saw <laughs> look the thing is face. look look. This is the thing though. I what saw you t- mean? I saw TikTok. TikTok is a crazy place though. Oh, yeah, really still is. though, that shit was just fucking up a lot. I was like, yo, I gotta make sure what she happened? got no best best friend. So what happened was. She had a bunch of videos and shit with her best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, it was her, her best friend, pow, pow. <laughs> Valley Fair, nigga. Yeah. They're eating out. They're just having a great time. Two girls that are best friends, right? Yeah. Boom, a nigga comes in, right? Dun, one dun, of them marries dun. a friend. Boom. Now, one friend is married. The other one is single, right? Yeah. You think shit fun have just like separated a little bit, right? Yeah. No, nah, now nah, nah, there's three of them in the picture, right? They have Valley Fair together. They, uh, they go to honeymoon. Shorty ass is there with him. Oh, oh no, no, no. Bad friend ain't got akhlaq. That's akhlaq not, <laughs> no. She She's, tripping. Uh, what do you mean? That's, that's, that's crazy. But yo, if you be best friends with her best friend though, that's how you stay. Really? That's true. So you say tap dead. Nah, because it's just like you best friends with if her. If the best friend be is on your side, you good. You if good? the best friend don't fuck with you, But if the best friend bad. don't fuck with you, uh, what happens? See then later, you... Yo, hold up, sahib. No, no, no. I don't know shit, Zahid. Bro, you, no, but, that's the, uh, but that's the oldest trick. Bro, you got to make sure the best friend fucks with you. <laughs> hey, you cute. You want to be friends? That's all I know. I'm in the voicemails like this. Because 90% nah, the best, of the time, the, she going to the best friend to go uh, talk to her. The best friend giving her advice. And the best friend, the one that's like either going to be like, why are you talking to this oh, yeah. relationship? Or, or she's going to be like, nigga, yo nigga ain't shit. Go talk to this yeah. nigga. Oh, yeah. Or like when you she fuck up. She could be up. on your side or she oh. could. Yeah, when you fuck up, it could either be, oh, everybody make mistakes. Yeah. Or. So yeah. Girl, lead that man. Lead that man. He ain't shit. He ain't shit. He don't deserve you. <laughs> he don't do shit. He don't buy you nothing. <laughs> he don't be taking one of those, y'all. Yeah. Fuck no. I don't do hentai, fam. But ask the question. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I'd be like, it's been an absolute pleasure. You are now a part of the Goat's Talk family. Yes. We like this now. You know what I'm saying? We like this. Yeah. So, um, inshallah, we want to have you back in a year's time. Um, you're going to be America's next top model by then. Inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. Inshallah. We're going to hopefully be in a little bit better place. Uh, maybe hopefully we'll better. be there. You yeah. know what I mean? Wearing suits and shit. But yeah, damn, y'all made it with me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be no see our lights gonna be working and shit. Ooh, goddamn, is there a ghost down here? This shit flickering. See that shit? <laughs> no, there's an animal. I'm not gonna do the whole thing. Huh? Say what lies my foot? I'm reading no, eyes my to myself, yeah. Um <laughs> come on now. Yo, this guy's a clown. Can I say you guys, you guys have really great um chemistry as really? like hosts. And that's I like it. that's good to hear because I don't really like this nigga like that. No, you guys will like it. I watch I all just, your videos. I, just and I know he like a shooting star. So, you know, they go? No, I really watch all you guys' videos and you guys have really, really great chemistry. Thank you so it's much. It's like a good, you guys gel well out. together. Yeah, I appreciate that. And we try to like make guests as comfortable as possible. Yeah, yeah. It feels like a conversation. It's very that's how it should relaxed. Be, exactly. That's really how it should be. So, and yeah. I like that. Inshallah, in a year's you. time, um, when we blow up, it's still like that. We don't turn into like some When it's up and it's stuck. Yes, sir. Um, but in a year's time, inshallah, where do you where do you see yourself being? 
in, in all aspects, just like with yourself personally, with your career, whatever it may be. Your mental health. Uh, okay. I don't like these kind of questions. Like, I don't like feel like in five years, where do you see yourself? And what? I don't know. I hopefully alive. I know that's very cliche, but inshallah, hopefully alive and doing well and still doing what I love and comfortably living. <laughs> Go, do you have any? Go, do you have anything that's up? Mm, I remember you said that you don't like to talk about what's upcoming. Yeah. Just in case it doesn't happen, is there something that you have set in stone? Anything can change. Um, I am working on things that are like out. I, I don't want to say anything right now, mm, but um, it's it's actually outside of my modeling. Um, but it's just like some community engage stuff that i'm working on alongside with like um some of the family members um so i'm excited about that but i don't want to say anything right now okay we're gonna keep it at that yeah. we appreciate you well thank i thank you. you for coming on of course um please pan in on our co-host's chair the best grandpa ever we don't know where he went but again thank you so much yeah. thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you